everybody, my name is Destiny and you are listening to Destiny's Connect. Welcome to season 2, episode 11. We have four more episodes in season 2 and then we're done for season 2. And today is the second episode of the Reconnecting Faith series. If you're new to the podcast, this series is just a series where I discuss different Bible verses and I give my Bible interpretations and I also give advice on if you're a person who's on a journey on reconnecting to their faith or who doesn't really have faith and who wants to understand what faith is, what Christianity is, this is the series for you. And this Bible verse for this series is John 14, 2. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? So, join me while I unpick this Bible verse and while I give my interpretation, and also while I start reconnecting the dots to faith. I'm going to repeat the Bible verse one more time just to give you my interpretation so I can really dive into the topic that I'm talking about today's podcast episode. So it says, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? When I read this Bible verse, it's one of my favorite Bible verses. I take it as saying my father's house, which is heaven, has many rooms suitable for an array of people from people from different walks of life. It's saying that when God is judging each of us, when we're going into heaven, it's all so subjective. It differs from one to the next. There's no specific criteria in appearance-wise or in, or in your journey in life. It really is truly looking at your actions and at your soul deeply and seeing if you are a righteous individual. That's what I take it as. And when I look at this Bible verse, it reminds me not to judge And I know it's very hard sometimes not to judge people. We look at people, we have the stereotypes, we assign people to different labels. And we're saying, well, this action is wrong. Well, this is wrong. Well, that is wrong. I don't think, that is not our job. As Christians, I see a lot of Christians taking up the leader role saying, no, this is the right way. That is the right way. But I think of it, it's not black and white. There are so many factors that go into how people behave, how people react, what people do. We are all a product of our environment. We have all experienced a varying of different things. And that's what makes us who we are. And I think the lovely thing about it is, I, in case you guys don't know, I study in, a, in one of my A-levels is theology, philosophy and ethics. And right now we're looking into theology. And one of the recent lessons we had was about the different views of baptism. And one prominent thing that I look at a baptism as, it's washing away original sin. It's like the starting point of each individual's journey in Christ. It's putting us on the right path, right? I look at baptism, um, Zwingli said this, as a lifelong mortification which means it never expires throughout life. Once you've been baptized, your original sin has been washed away. And I look at it as as baptism and God looked at each individual and knows. Temptation is very hard. There's so many temptations to do the wrong thing. How many times do we look at it 
and see how easy it is to do the wrong thing rather than doing the right thing. And with it being a lifelong mortification, it's saying even if you make a sin on this turn, you don't have to go back again and come and now baptize yourself again. Every time you make a sin, you don't have to come and baptize yourself again because it's a lifelong mortification. God knew that on this journey of life, we're going to have a lot of struggles. We're going to have a lot of obstacles. But as long as we continuously have faith and we know our right from wrong and we are trying our best and when we do make our mistakes, we repent from our sins. That's what it is to be a Christian. We all have made mistakes and we all learn from them. And I really do not like it when I see other Christians or other people looking down at other people saying, well, this person is not dressing modest enough. This person did this. This person did that. Is that what it truly means to be a Christian? What does it truly mean to be a Christian? When you look at all things and you look at the Bible, what are the, what is, what are the main things it says to be a Christian? It never says that we should judge one another. It never says that. And I know it's hard, but if you're calling yourself a Christian, you have to sometimes take a step back and realize that we are all answerable to God at the end of the day. And God did not ask us to judge one another. God asked us to live amongst one another, to treat, other, to treat each other with respect and dignity, and also to show love. So I'm sure you guys already got a bit of a hint of what I'm going to be talking about on this podcast episode, which is about judging and love. Okay, so I'm here I am bringing in my lessons, my A-level subjects. When we were studying ethics, there was this thing, Situation Ethics by Fletcher. And one of his, um, like, love six principles, one of it that really stuck out to me was love is not liking. And with situation ethics, it says basically the boss principle is agape. Agape is selfless love. Now, I really agree with this. I think often people forget that what our jobs are and what we are supposed to show to one another and how love actually is. People just think, you know, we, we, we only show love to the ones that are like our family or our friends. But no. When it says love is not liking, it means even to also our enemies or even to people, strangers that we don't even like. It's not about, love is not about liking somebody. It's about showing respect to somebody. The same way you want to be treated with respect, we should show it to every single person. Everybody from all walks of life. And why I really wanted to talk about this is linking to the issue of homeless people. I feel like when a lot of people look at homeless people, they dehumanize them. They forget that they're all human beings. And they say, oh, they just turn to alcohol. They just turn to drugs. But we have to look at it and see. And question why. People, normal happy people don't just turn to drugs and alcohol. They don't just become alcoholics. They don't just become drug addicts. Because people are unhappy. So I feel like it's very unfair to look at a homeless person and just be like, oh, well, they, well, you know, it's their fault that they're there. When you look at society, most people are just living to survive. 
We don't know what people are going through behind closed doors. We don't know what someone has went through to make them end up where they are. We don't. So who are we to just judge and just label them as that? They are human beings. And even though they are not housed, they are still human beings just like us. People don't choose to be homeless. You and me could be homeless someday. Because life is unfair. So many things happen in life. And some people don't have the privilege of growing up with an education, of growing up with good parents who taught them the morals and values to have in life, to elevate in life, to do good in life. We have to realize sometimes to have empathy and to put ourselves in other people's shoes and to be respectful and to treat everybody with dignity. No matter if you may not like them or you may not like their life choices, the one thing they deserve is respect. The one thing they deserve is agape, selfless love. And I think that's true. We should leave with we should lead life with that. When we look at the world and everybody looks at the world and we look at society and we look at the beauty standards, we look at social media, we look at everything. The one thing people always say to one another is, "Oh, social media is horrible. Society is horrible. People are horrible to one another." Well, why don't we do anything about it? We say this one thing, we all have this covenant, we have this covenant, covenant, I keep on saying covenant, we all have this common, you know, idea on an issue. And yet, when it comes to a situation to stand up and to rectify that situation, people don't do that. I see it on social media so many times where people will leave horrible, nasty comments. And I think... But when it comes to mental health, mental health awareness month, that's when people want to say, yeah, be kind. But when it actually matters for you to be kind, you're not kind. It doesn't work like that. You can't choose the victim who you need to be kind to because everybody's struggling with their mental health. At one point in someone's life, at one point in our lives, we're all going to struggle with our mental health. And why knock someone down when they're already down? Why not try and be that person who uplifts that person, who says, you know what, you are beautiful. Who? Why not try and be kind? How many suicides do we have to see before we actually realize how big of a problem this is? Because I feel like people just mention this and they just say this comment, but they don't realize how big of a problem it is and how it truly affects people's lives. Even, for example, with drill music, people look at it and they say, oh, it's inciting violence. When these drill artists say, no, we're expressing, we're expressing our emotions. This is what we experience on a day-to-day life. That is not what people look at. They look at and say, oh no, it's affecting our kids. We need to hide it. It's affecting our kids. Why don't you, it's too horrible for your kids to listen to. Imagine how horrible it is for the individuals to experience that. Why don't we look at the problem and say, Why are young children growing up facing these situations? We as a society have failed these individuals. The fact that there's a rise in youth crime because the funding has went down in youth centres. 
That's the truth. When you look around in your town, how many things is there for youth like you like you to do? Especially in those deprived areas. How many? So when I look at people and they say I'm I'm a good I'm a Christian, I'm a human being, da da da, da and they're just there standing in their own privilege, diminishing somebody else who's in a different life situation. But you don't know that individual. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Because it don't make sense to me. And for me, why I follow and I say agape is the leading principle is because when you look at every single message God has given to us, even in the Bible or when he's revealing to himself to us, the underlining theme is always to do with love. One of my favorite parables is the parable of the sheep and goats. And it says, it's in Matthew, and it says, what you do for the least of your brothers, you do for me. And so God is legit telling us what we do for the least of our brothers, the people that we see at the least, the people that we think that don't deserve it. What we do for them, we are doing it for God. Because God loves every single one of us equally. And he sees each and every one of us. And he sees the light we have and he sees the potential that we have. And so that person who you think may not deserve it, it's not your choice to say they don't deserve it what our duty as christians to do is to take action and to help those we see in need as we are stewards of the world that's the role god gave us he gave us dominion not to dominate not to dominate but to care for the world for the way he sees fit so it's not our choice who deserves this who deserves that Because love is not liking. And that is what it means to be a loving individual. That is what it means to be a steward. And to me, that is what it means to be a Christian. My actions, how I treat people, how I take care of the world, how I take care of people, how I show love. In everything that I do, I think, is this the most loving thing thing to do? And sometimes I do slip up. Sometimes I do make mistakes. But it's all about holding yourself accountable and moving forward and making the next decision. Because as it says, with baptism being a lifelong mortification, which means that we are being gifted grace, undeserved love. As in every time that we sin, God's love is so unconditional for us. That he loves us through and through. He sees us for who we truly truly are. We're our faults and loves us still. Do you know how amazing that is? So I'm going to end this episode off. But before I end this episode off, I want to, to share this devotion. Because you guys know I, I rave out this app, the Daily Bible Inspiration app. Go and download it. Go and use it. If you're a person who forgets sometimes and who struggles with prompts and Bible verses to follow when they're doing their Bible study, this is a really good app for you. It's like a good stepping point into going into the deep end, you know? So... I don't know who said this, but on the preaching part, I always just screenshot the parts that I feel like really touch me and parts that I like to read 
you know, in whatever situation. And so this is one of the screenshots that I did. So let me read it out to you because I think it links this episode. It says, don't assume that because God's love is unconditional, we can do whatever we want without giving it a second thought. God's love is unconditional, but it's only when we faithfully walk with him in the footsteps of Jesus that we can receive the blessings and the hope with eternity reserved for God's chosen children. And so what I take it as is, you know, we ourselves need to hold ourselves accountable. And yes, God's love is unconditional, but only when we're walking faithfully with it, that is when we will receive the blessings. And so what it also means to be walking faithfully too is also to be showing love to one another, to be treating each other well. And I'm also going to repeat the Bible verse one time again, which is John 14, 2 says, My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? So remember, love is not liking. Lead with selfless love and show each other, show one another respect and dignity and show each other love. And please just stop judging people because at the end of the day, we are all answerable to God. And that is it for today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I am sending you a bunch of love. I hope you receive a bunch of blessings and I hope you receive a bunch of good news and I hope that you are kind to one another and you be kind remember not to knock somebody down when they are down and that is it for today's podcast episode don't forget to subscribe or follow depending on the podcast podcast platform you listen to this episode on and follow let's connect on social media bye guys